Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's me, you, coffee, and film in one podcast. Welcome to Flicks of the Bay. Welcome to episode two of Flicks at the Bean. I'm Craig. That's it. I'm Steve. We're back. <laughs> Glad you remembered. Who'd, who'd have thought we made episode two? I know. I feel quite proud of giving birth to our second child this week. It's the one that we hopefully care for a little bit more than the first, but let's find out. The first one was a bit crazy, a bit out of control. Yeah, and it's probably going to get therapy. So in the meantime, roll titles. Yeah, let's play the theme tune. One, two, three, four. Flicks at the Bean, Flicks at the Bean. What have you seen? What have you seen? Hello, welcome then to Flicks at the Bean, episode two. We are sat, of course, here talking movies in a coffee shop, and Craig's very excited because you've come dressed in your Spider-Man outfit. I don't think there's anything wrong with my Spider-Man outfit, one size fits all. That's not exactly true. What is it? Especially if you go to a kid's shop. I've let myself go in certain areas, but let's move on. We were talking last week about the notion of doing this in coffee shops as to whether or not we would get chucked out at some point. And I think wearing that obscenity, frankly, of an outfit is a surefire way for us to not have anywhere to record this. Why is it when Tom Holland wears a Spidey suit, people are like, he looks so cool. I wear it and people just kind of look as if to go, hmm, scaring children. It's, It's kind of a scaring children, just pity, isn't it, really? Yeah, but this week we get to talk about a film that I'm really enthused about. We, we are excited this week because it's a movie that everyone, I think, already knows about. The movie we're going to talk about this week is, of course... What is that? A small indie film? Yeah. Spider... Sp- How do you pronounce Spiderman. it? Spiderman. Spiderman Humkinman. And I... I don't know about you, I wasn't overly ready for another Spider-Man movie. Was you ready for a Spider-Man movie? It only felt like about an hour ago we had Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man and three weeks before that was... Toby Maguire. Is the fact that we start to see series repeating just a sign that we're getting old? Or is it or is it lazy filmmaking? <laughs> well, the, the, the thing that makes you feel old on this one is that Tom Holland is literally about nine weeks old. And Spider-Man in this film is supposed to be like a 15-year-old schoolboy. So he's the closest to the age of Spider-Man so far. Like, Toby Maguire was in his like, know, mid-50s by the time Spider-Man 3 came out. Andrew Garfield's about 32. Have you, have you checked? I have an IMDb. This, did of you Wikipedia not. before you... Probably. You Wikipedia know, lies. You know so Wikipedia could lie, right. <laughs> Number one thing I got from watching this film, how much I want to be Robert Downey Jr. Because how much did he get paid, literally, for turning up for probably about 20 minutes? Well, he, didn't he get, like, was it 45 million for the last Captain America movie? 
So what do you think he... Can we Google it? And I like the thing, though, that with Iron Man is he doesn't even have to turn up. They just literally send the suit in and he's got his voice that he could record anywhere. <laughs> That's so true. He's in most of the movie and he's not in most of the movie. That's I, so I, true. I, I, I forgot I want to be Spider-Man. I want to be Robert Downey Jr. Just sat at home, <laughs> put on my feet up, recording a voice thing every so often. It's kind of what we do, but I not like, for the same amount of money. I like Tom Holland, though. I think he's a great little Spider-Man. I really yeah. do. I think he's the perfect choice for Spider-Man. Do you hear about how he got the job? And how Andrew Garfield found out he didn't have the job. What was that? Um, so not those emails. It, well, so stuff got leaked on the on the Sony emails, but Tom Holland found out via Instagram that he'd got the job. No yeah. one rang him. No one rang. You imagine you do some screen tests for Marvel, and then he's literally playing golf with his dad, right? And someone texted him. I think it was his brother texted him. Said, "Dude, you're you're Spider Man." And then they sent him a screenshot from Instagram where it says. Marvel's announced the new Spider-Man picture of Tom Holland. He then calls his agent, whose agent calls Marvel and goes, oh yeah, no, no, Tom's going to be Spider-Man if he wants to. They just haven't called him. <laughs> they just forgot to call him. He said, then he gets a call from, from Marvel going, yeah, sorry about that. Do you want to be Spider-Man? But I, I know what that's like. You have those <clears> days where you just have that list of things to do. You never quite get them done. Yeah. Procrastinate and don't really get round to it. And Tom Holland was, you know, fifth on the list. Make tea, send invoice, tell Tom Holland he's Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Massage Robert Downey Jr.'s feet. Probably above that. Somewhere down the bottom, send shed loads, send truck loads of money to Robert Downey Jr. would have been quite high on the list of things to do at Marvel. Then get down to Cool Tom. I'm Holland. Still picturing you just polishing Iron Man's foot at the moment. Right now, it's just there is always very the, the, the possibility they call Tom Hollander instead. Can you imagine? Because I really like Tom Hollander. That was probably the delay. Interestingly, everyone always talks about the end credits on Marvel films. Yeah, uh, I know there are some, but you had to leave, didn't you? <laughs> So the thing is, if you leave during the credits of a Marvel movie, you've pretty much missed the advert for the next ten Marvel movies. There's a lot of credits, though. That's the problem. (laughs) You've got to be prepared to stay ten minutes. I've Googled it. There's 14 minutes of credit plus the end sequences that you stayed for and I didn't. For you, Craig, I can reveal that they're amazing. Massive plot spoilers. Really, really, probably the best bit of the film. Okay. Brilliant. Thanks for that. And I really like the rest of the film. Have you ever done interviews for any of the Spider movies? Yes, I have done. I actually have a history with the Spider-Man from our jobs because I interviewed Kirsten Dunst for the first one. Did you? Which is weird because I had Wow, you're old. I I know, I had to check that date. And I was like, oh my, so long ago now, 2002? You were like nine. I was a child genius. (laughs) 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 You've never been one part of that word. So um, what was she like? What was Kirsten Dunst like? The reason I always remember this interview for the first Spider-Man was that it was during the World Cup and I, I walked in and we That's were all, football right? Yeah, sorry yeah, yeah, the, yeah the football World Cup and I walked in and we were all a bit concerned because it literally had been scheduled at exactly the time when England were playing Brazil in the quarterfinals I think it was and we went in and of course we are just all like I don't want to miss the game but we've got <laughs> Kirsten Dunst to go and interview but she was great because she'd found out or a press people either had found out that the game was on so they made sure we had the game on in the little waiting room where all those smelly journalists go and sit. They bought us lots of food, so it was like a really perfect place to watch it in a posh hotel that you wouldn't be allowed into anyway, be chucked out of. And then my interview coincided exactly with half-time. I had a 10-minute slot with Kirsten Dunst, exactly on half-time. So I wandered into Kirsten Dunst. I mean, it was great. If every World Cup could be like that, that you just sort of watch the game, get loads of food fed to you, and then walk in and interview a Hollywood superstar, life was perfect for that little moment in time, and it was downhill ever since. But 
she was she was lovely, of course. And um, yeah, we talked about the football. I'm not sure she really cared or not. But she couldn't it, give her. It was such a good interview that I didn't care that England got knocked out. <laughs> oh, did they? Yes. I'm not shocked. I got to do Spidey, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with mm-hmm. Emma Stone, Andrew Garfield and, and Jamie Foxx. Now, if you've met Emma Stone before, if you've had mm. that pleasure, mm. she's got like the hypnotic eyes. You know, like the snake in the Jungle Book. That it doesn't matter what she's saying. I, can, I, can just, I love how you're doing those eyes. To I'm me doing right, right now. We really should video this. No, we shouldn't. So she, I'm just going. I don't care what Emma Stone says. This is just the greatest moment of my life. I think I've fallen in love with Emma Stone. Yeah. And she does the thing where she goes, "Oh my god!" And I realised after she's done this to everyone, so no. I felt special. Oh no, Come cute on. English guy. Now suddenly I'd gone from, "Oh Emma, how you doing, darling? You alright? Let's talk about Spidey 2. Emma Stone, welcome. How are we? Your normal voice. Exactly. And drifted into what I can only imagine Hugh Grant wishes he didn't sound like. And that's what I did. And then we say goodbye. We do the interview. Andrew Garfield's in the hallway. And this happens a lot. They kind of walk past the hallway and they politely go, did I see you earlier? And grunt a little hello. And he then goes, do you chat up my girlfriend? (laughs) And walks past. (laughs) Part of me wished I was quicker to go, yeah, and what's it to you? But I didn't. I didn't have the balls for it. And I just went, mm, mm, and he just walked on, ignored me. Haven't seen him since. No, don't get invited to parties. <laughs> was that just before the rumours of them splitting up started? <laughs> I think you sort of inadvertently walking into a scoop here. During you know? our La La Land interviews, I thought best not to mention it. Do you know what I mean? Well, maybe if we could get this sort of, now we, we might better get this podcast on to like one of the tabloid Daily Mail or some might be interested in this now. Craig tries to chat up Emma Stone because no one in the world's ever done that before. More breaking them up. We're trying to think of a way to sell this podcast and I reckon going down the tablet and get onto that sidebar of shame on the Daily Mail. You've cheapened us, I'll be honest with you. Revealed the real reason why Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield split up. We're popular in some countries at the moment. Let's keep it that way. As long as they mention Flicks at the Bean in the Daily Mail article, (laughs) I will be alright with that. Available on iTunes and Acast. Um... (laughs) Do you know what I think at this point? We'll have, we'll, have to get, we'll have to get some of those sort of posed paparazzi photos of you looking a bit forlorn somewhere. How's, how's your coffee, by the way? It's good. I really like Yeah, it's nice. I could do with another one, though. Some people apparently, when they subscribed to this last week, uh, thought it was going to be more about coffee. Oh, did they? Like we were going to maybe throw in a few more coffee right. geeky facts. Um, and I don't want people to... Do you want to... that now, then? Should we do that now just to satisfy those people? Well, what temperature should you make an espresso at? No, you asked me that, didn't you, earlier I on? did genuinely ask you that earlier. Um, so you don't have the answer? I don't, genuinely don't have the answer. Bad. But had I known, I would have asked the lady, the barista, who, who made this amazing, flavoursome latte, 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 latte. Amazing, flavoursome latte, 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 latte. Latte. There you go. Enough. That's a, that's a mention of coffee. Enough to justify the name, anyway, Brilliant. here at the coffee <clears> shop. So, last week, people were very, very excited by one of our regular features, which will now become regular, because once you've done the second one... It's regular. It's yeah, it's, regular. Not, it's not overly regular for the very first time, is it, no, to be honest? Sounds like a really weird podcast now, yeah, like a health thing. Uh, anyway. Are you regular? <laughs> now we are, <laughs> with the second <laughs> feature. So this feature is uh, Craig is a big, actual, official nerd. The nerdiest of the nerdy, right? Again, a little bit offended, but... Also a little bit proud. Oh, that's not a, that's not offensive to call someone a nerd. I think that's why I like Spider-Man. I think yeah. being a nerd and, and a geek actually makes me feel wanted. So let's move on to the feature that we are tailor-made for your nerdism. Yeah. This is the word from the nerd. Word, word, word from the nerd. Word, word, word from the nerd. 
So you know in Spider-Man, Sam Raimi version, uh, they needed a spider to actually bite Tobey Maguire, right? Mm. Couldn't know which spider was the best one to use. So Sam Raimi said, the only one I want to use is the Black Widow. So they got in a Black Widow. Then they said, that that's way too dangerous. We can't put a Black Widow on Tobey Maguire's hand. So they genuinely got scientists to get these Black Widow spiders and then have spiders that look like Black Widows, but they didn't look like Black Widows other than size and shape. Tobey Maguire was a little bit afraid of spiders, which is brilliant because he got the job as something called Spider-Man. So they took the spiders into makeup and auditioned them to walk across a hand before then bringing them on set to make sure it would stay on Toby's hand for long enough whilst looking like a black widow so it could bite him. <laughs> Is that it? It's fact. Is it? <laughs> Thank you, know you so much. That's, Tune in next week. That's actually quite good this week. <laughs> and, I, and I can stop playing my little loops now. That was this week's Word from the Nerd. Word, word, word from the Nerd. Word, word, word from the Nerd. So well done, Craig. I think the word from the nerd dramatically improved from Thank last week. So actually, actually, pretty impressive. Thank you very much indeed. You can all have that and use that in the pub whenever you need that. Yeah, I think that definitely might win you friends. Talking of which, here's another thought. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Mm. Everyone's trying to capture Spider-Man. This isn't, this isn't your bad it. joke, is it? No, well, I'm just saying, right? Spider-Man, you no, can never catch we, Spider-Man. Before we had this episode, you said you've got a really it's bad a, Spider-Man it's joke. It's not a bad Spider-Man joke. But it's I almost feel like, a joke slash fact. Yeah, but I, you know... I don't, don't build up the joke. You've built, up I, the joke. you've built it up now. You've built up the joke. I mean... Well, you've built it higher than it can ever be now. Well, I could edit it out. That upsets me again. <laughs> go on. Go on. Go on, then. You know, how to, ca- you know how to catch Spider-Man? Uh, Put him in a bath. Because spiders... Because of the bath, and it's because you've never seen a spot out of a bath. You know, a friend of mine Wikipedia'd you after finding out I was like doing this. Like you've got a friend, and apparently on your Wikipedia page it mentions you did stand-up comedy once. <laughs> I mean, just try after that. Thank just, you. Just try and put this clear in my head how that worked. That would have been my opener. <laughs> <laughs> and then you build them from there. How many gigs did you do? About not enough. <laughs> not enough to practice and get better. Does it really say that on Wikipedia? <laughs> Proof that Wikipedia lies. Uh, just go on and change <clears throat> it. I changed mine. <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? You were funny. <laughs> yeah. <It> said successful. <laughs> Not after episode two. (laughs) Anyway, if you'd like to offer Craig some better jokes, then get in touch. We have, don't we, an Instagram page. We're on Flicks at the Bean on Instagram. We're on Twitter. The Twittering, we're doing a bit of that. At Flicks at the Bean. Facebooking, Flicks at the Bean. You can get in touch on Facebook with us. And do follow us on all of those formats, where what you will get is the same picture and information on every possible page oh I love that about social media yeah that's. I find that's the best way is to hear things three or four times it's a, it's a bit like your nan when she tells you stories because she forgot she told you yeah and you said last week you're working on the jackets yeah we're going to get t-shirts we're going to get jackets um, it's basically going to be a little club don't know about hats not with your hair any more mean? novelty sort of things do we should what we cells? get oh those everyone's playing with those have you seen them those spinners 
Why is this drifting away from movies? Because we've got to try and get the zeitgeist. Oh, so you want to put flicks on the bean we on a child's toy. Brand. Yeah, that's the way forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. they for kids? Let's get the kids in. Shall we have another coffee? I really do need another coffee. This I coffee. feel like maybe I've had too many. I think you have had too many coffees already. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flicks at the Bean. So we've come to the very exciting part of Flicks at the Bean. Yeah. Uh, the music section, which I know you enjoyed last week, as yeah. did quite a f- quite literally tens of people on the internet. Really nervous to say it, but I think the success of episode one, annoyingly, was down to the song. John Hamm fans around the world loved your song. So if you didn't listen last week, I mean, the idea is we have a bit of music somehow every week and we don't have the license to anything, so we've got to try and come up with something yeah. ourselves, which is dangerous. We had a song about John Hamm, and it I, th- I think it's fair to say it went it went truly viral. Um, well, it went. Let's put it that way. 100, it 136 likes. Wow. Let me high-five you for that, because, that, no, seriously. Woo! Well done. What, seriously, well done. I'm not really down with the whole internet-y thing, but that's a viral sensation. I think that's gone viral. Oh, it's gone out of your street. That's Let's put it that way. You've, Which you've, is a success. I would say a success. I'll be honest with you, I thought it was going to be the part of the podcast that people went, I like the podcast, but the song? Mm. Can I Can I just say thank you to uh, John Hamsters on Instagram, who kind of were solely responsible for taking that and showing it to John Ham fans. Who were mildly amused enough to watch it. I'm so sorry, they're called John Hamsters. Yeah. That's genius. <laughs> they're great. Can I be honest? I love all <laughs> that's genius. I'm so scared what Tom Holland fans are called. But let's find out as we move on to the second successful song from Steve. I am uh, <laughs> I did try and tag Edgar Wright in to try and if we could push did you? that song Nothing. further. Edgar, much like I discussed last week, ignored me again. Which is weird, because I thought on Twitter when you tag someone, that means they obviously read it, right? Does he follow you? That's how it works, right? Yeah. Those people on Twitter who write to celebrities yeah. at them and then write another one going, why aren't you responding? Didn't to you someone, do that to Gary Barlow? To someone who's got millions of followers. <laughs> why, 
Are you not on Twitter all the time? I don't understand why Justin Bieber won't sing me a song. It's just strange. Follow me. What's the desperation with getting famous people to follow you? Well, Edgar Wright follows me. Does he? So I will let Edgar know that you've written what can only be described as a phenomenal John Hamm song, as loved by the John Hamsters, and see if he'll maybe give it a retweet and more people can go back and enjoy episode one. Should have remembered this last week. We should have done, to be honest. But it's still there. Check out episode one if you haven't. So, shall we move on to the song of this week? I'm slightly more nervous than I was last week, if I'm honest, because I don't know what rhymes with Spider-Man. But, Steve, if you will... It doesn't have to be so obvious like that when it comes to the fine art and craft of songwriting. Uh, This week we have a rather special song because what we've managed to do is intercept a phone call between Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire um, who are obviously not that happy about the fact that the new Spider-Man is being called the best Spider-Man ever Hmm. by a lot of people. So you intercepted a phone call between the two of them? I like how you're believing this. Yes, should we say this is an actual phone call between Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in song form talking about how they feel about the new Spider-Man. If Tobey or Andrew are listening, by the way, none of this hopefully is real because otherwise we're in a lot of trouble for legal reasons. Enjoy. just wanted to bend your ear Cause Sony have gone Dutch with Marvel, it's true And they've chosen Holland over me and you Oh, oh hi Andy, yeah this is Toby Come round, I've got a pizza in my fridge You know us ex we should stick together Congrats on Hacksaw Ridge They're showing all our Spidey films on TV still So we should get together, maybe Netflix and chill It's a song for the outsider Cause we're not Spider-Man anymore It makes no Spidey sense Life's so intense Cause we're not swinging or playing with Thor Our Peter Parkers now, they will forget Because of some little kid who once played Billy Elliot It's a song for the outsider Cause we're not Spider-Man anymore I got no Aunt May, she's gone away You're not so worried now you've heard that, are you? Uh, only for legal reasons, I think we're... 
There's that a tear you're wiping away from your bit. little eye? I don't know if it's happiness or sadness that that's actually going out on our podcast. I think representing how they feel in power ballad form is probably actually how it's playing out. Can I just point out my favourite bit? What bit? Key change. <laughs> There's a key change. That's the bit where Toby and Andrew get off the stools. Off the stools. <laughs> I've told you before with these songs, think big. Cause yeah, 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 yeah. It's all about what happened last week. Oh, my goodness. I think we should just dedicate that to Toby and Andrew. They're obviously out. going through a tough time at the, at the moment, and if they're feeling anything like that, and I imagine they would be, then yeah, just yeah. big big love to those guys. We know they're subscribers. Um, and just for legal reasons, I'm hoping that Toby or Andrew are not genuinely on that song. That, Fine. You know, I did think when I was... <clears throat> When I was recording that... Should we steal some of their vocals? I, I did spend a bit of time trying to Google their voices and thinking, <laughs> shall I even attempt an impression? And then I realised that I can't actually do impressions. No. You can, sometimes. Well, sometimes, but they're all the same person. And I, have kind to, of... I have to tell you who they are <laughs> yeah. in the impression. Well, we always said it's a bit like the trip, and you're like Rob Ryder, yeah. and you just have your little impressions, do your Michael Caine. I think you'll find I am going for a sandwich. I was doing Michael Caine, but from early Batman. Les Dawson. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know, Master Wayne, why you're so annoyed. That's really terrible. Thank you. Does it say on your Wikipedia page, Impressionist? Impressionist as well. <laughs> Have you, has someone added that in? Imagine if I put impressions into the stand-up show. Ooh. So if you have an Instagram page dedicated to Spider-Man or any of the featured actors, please share the love. Yeah, send that to, to Tom John. Holland. Please. Send that to Tom Holland. He's got. He's on Twitter. He's isn't? on Twitter. Let's tweet him that song. He'll just the that. song. Okay, let's let's make that our weekly quest to see if we can get Tom Holland. Because that's how Twitter works. Should we see if we can get a reply from anyone? Well, it's, yeah. Borderline famous. I'll tweet him. That's like emailing him, right? It's, it's like exactly texting him. the same. Same exactly thing. Same. We know. We know how yeah, this social yeah, yeah. media works. couple of other quick things we wanted to mention this week. I went and saw the Harry Potter play, finally, oh, yeah. on uh, Sunday. Nine hours of your life, well spent or Ooh, not well spent? It's very, very long. It is it? very long, yeah, yeah. But Good. enjoyable, really well done. They had a cast change. They all seem to remember their lines, which I'm always, in, I'm easily impressed at the theatre. Yeah. If people remember words on stage in front of an audience, that's it. Because it's kind of what we do for a living, and yet we can't remember words anywhere. So I am always impressed, too, that other people can actually do it. Yeah, being in a Harry Potter play is nothing like what I do for a living. Good point, well put. Absolutely less magic in my life. And also, that leads us on nicely to the fact that Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them started filming last week. Yeah, the second uh, instalment, of course, with Johnny Depp uh, back, started filming on Monday up at Leavesden. I'm excited. I really enjoyed Fantastic Beasts. I thought if we're going to have more Potterverse... That they did a brilliant job, absolutely brilliant job. I was one of those people that I enjoy the the Harry Potter films, and I kind of thought, well, again, do we need it? Do we need any more in our life? But actually, they they've made a, a beautiful world. Set in Paris in the 1920s. That's where this one will be set. Uh, but don't get too excited just yet. It's out obviously next year, isn't it? So next yeah, year, yeah, yeah, you've got a bit. End of next year. So if we last that long, we'll be making songs up about them. And here's where things take a turn for the dark. So this is the bit of the podcast now, which I'm very excited about, because we've said Craig's quite a nice guy. I'm sure you can see that he's just so smiley coming through the microphone into your ears there. What a lovely, warm feeling. What a lovely, warm fella he is. But every week he likes to get angry, and we like to throw a subject into the grinder. I've got that right this week. So yes, one topic, Craig, this week that has really ground your beans, and this is the reason you're going on grinder right now, is, is to get some relief from this. Top Gun, 
Maverick. Ooh, yes. Top Gun 2. Okay. Top Gun again. Okay, so Greg, you step into the grinder whilst I shall prepare us a lovely cup of coffee. Top Gun 2. Top Gun again. Top Gun revisited. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun <laughs> revisited. Top Gun was nearly 30 odd years ago. Do we need another Top Gun? I love Top Gun. It's one of the greatest films known to man. Here's the answer to that question. No. So this goes back to the fact that Val Kilmer needs a job. Of course he needs a job. He's the only one that said yes before he saw a script. No one even wants another Top Gun. Everyone thinks the first Top Gun is the world's most perfect film. Of course it is. Half Naked Men with a song called Playing It With The Boys. It's not even homoerotics. I think it is. It's a proper song and it's right in the danger zone. And if you disagree, go back to 1986 when it was one of the greatest albums known to man. Kevin E. Loggins. Genius. That's an artist that can sing a song. So, why do we need another Top Gun? Top Gun. Maverick. And that's why I'm excited for Top Gun 2. Thank you, Craig. I've made you a lovely latte. I hope that hot, steamy milk is to your liking. Looks beautifully stretched. It's a <laughs> coffee toe. It's a coffee toe. Geeky coffee toe. Nice. Funny enough, on a Top Gun 2 thing, remember interviewing Tom Cruise like a couple of times, probably over the last decade, where he has confirmed every single time that it was being made. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if it's still going to happen or not. Or if uh, just... They've got a script now. I think there's, over the cu- uh, course of about 15 years, I think five people have been working on the script and five people have been paid for a script, two of which didn't even turn in a, pe- a word. So it's finally got to the point that Jerry Bruckheimer says, the script's fine, Tom's happy to do it, Val Kilmer's happy to do, let's be honest, anything. And it's happening and it's already got a release date of July 2019. We can have a whole other podcast on our experiences interviewing Tom Cruise. It yeah, was, it was really always good. always a really fun interview. 2010 though was when their Top Gun Two rumors first sort of started dribbling out. Yeah, I was at the night and day premiere, and Tom was wow. doing his thing. I said to Cameron Diaz about like, "Come to hurry up, please." If journalists have to sort of wait about three hours while he goes around and has selfies taken with every single person in the crowd. And then when Tom finally got there, I asked him about that. But I got to do the slow motion high five sort of Top Gun. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can be my wingman thing with him. No. You can be mine. Yeah, I mean, it was more me doing it than him. I don't doubt that. But with a bit of editing and some music over the top of it. <laughs> you and Tom looked like you just got out of a plane. It looked like we would choreographed this whole beautiful scenario. You always have to cheat when you don't get very long with these celebrities. <laughs> just to try and make it look like they're having fun and they want to be a part of your stupid jokes. But thank you, Tom. I know you're listening. And uh, it was a great interview. And I'm glad you're finally getting around to Top Gun 2. Finally. Finally. So that is it. We've done it. We've reached the end of episode two of Flicks at the Bean here in this slightly busier than the normal coffee shop. But I think the people around us have been thoroughly impressed. Happy? Lovely. We're getting thumbs up from the people on the surrounding tables. And actually, don't stand up. They're, they're standing up ready to give us a standing ovation. So we'll sign off before that happens. Or they're just desperate for our table. That'll over probably what's <laughs> happening. Planet of the Apes next week? It is Planet of the Apes next week, which I think we'll have a lot to talk about. It's monkeys. What else isn't to like? It's a podcast about monkeys, coffee, and films next week. That hasn't been done before. Monkeys drinking coffee next week on Flicks of the Bean. I think that was episode one and two. It was me and you. Thank you very much for having us in your ears this week. Do subscribe, of course, we're on iTunes, we're on Acast. You can also get in touch on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.